Poetry is a constant rhythm that moves within people's lives. It helps people feel, share, and foster meaningful communities. Melinda Palacio, the tenth poet laureate of Santa Barbara and the first Chicana poet laureate of the city, joins us to move along this rhythm through conversation. Melinda walks us through her experience as a writer and how. As a child, I I really didn't uh, think I would be a, a poet yes. or a writer. Um, but I was always interested in words and reading, and um, my I grew up in my grandmother's house. You know, my mom was a very young mother, single mom, and my grandmother would um, tell me stories about her her life and. Uh, and she'd often, as a pastime, she'd get out these big photo albums that we'd have with these, and she'd turn the pages mm -hmm. and be like, this is your Thea, and this is your... <laughs> so, um, so there was always the, the element of story um, mm -hmm. involved in, in my growing up. Family. Yeah. Your environment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so... Um, one of the the first poems that I wrote um, um, in, in involves my grandmother, um, and it's the title poem to my book, How Fire is a Story Waiting. How fire is a story waiting. My grandmother caught the flame in her thick hands, curled fingers made nimble by kaleidoscope embers. Fire burns hot and cold if you know where to touch it, she said. I watched the red glow spit and wiggle as it snaked down a thin timber, a strip tease born out of the festive sound of a half-filled matchbox. Through orange windows framed by obsidian eyes, I saw the child she once was a little girl who raised herself because her mother had a coughing disease. Blood on her mother's handkerchief didn't stop her from dreaming. Maria Victoria was going to be a singer with her deep cinnamon stick voice. She watched novelas in the kitchen while waiting for dough to rise. Her body heavy with worry for two families and three lifetimes. She tucked mariachi dreams under her girdle. Lullabies escaped on mornings, warmed by her song falling into gas burners turned on high. The flame on the stove was never the same. It had a bad hangover. Didn't remember the many matches lit when its starter broke down. My grandmother rolled paper into a funnel stole fire from the pilot to light the stubborn burner on the right. Crimson burned blue on white paper, its folded edges curled black like lace ruffle on a skirt. The finicky flame can't comment on its magic. The thousands of tortillas and pancakes cooked over the years, how I burned myself roasting a hot dog campfire style, how a melted pencil smudged under my sister's eyelid makes her beautiful. 
My grandmother noticed the time, almost noon. She needed to make three dozen tortillas to feed her family of thirteen. The show over, she blew the match into a swirl of gray squiggles, snuffed it before it had a chance to burn hot on her finger. Funny how fire is a story waiting. Melinda then recounts her development as a poet, saying that she didn't realize the, the impact of my writing until I started reading at, at, at uh, other cities or other universities. I went to Santa Cruz, uh, UC Santa Cruz, about 10 years ago. And a student came up to me in tears and she said, she said, I, I, I've been wanting to hear these words. You know, they meant something to her. They were, they were, she, um, they were, it, my words were hers, were also her story. You know, I gave voice to something that she's been wanting to, you know, set, set loose on the world or share with the world. So, um, Knowing that um, my words are, have made such an impact, you know, it's it's um, it's it's only it, it it's uh, kind of a it's inspired me to even give more to give more and 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 that's uh, kind of the it, it's it's both the a gift and a responsibility mm -hmm. you know when you have uh when you have these words and these experiences and when you decide to share them it, it inspires other people and that's um that i think that's that's the most important thing is when is to um give give voice to when people see themselves in in books um whereas before maybe you know their parents didn't have that same experience of seeing themselves elevated in literature it's important melinda continues to deepen and talk about the synonymous motion that poetry shares with life well, poetry, you know, when whenever there's uh, a, a a significant event, we turn to poetry. You know, if uh, if it's something pleasant like a wedding, or a birth, or you know, we had our um, inaugural poet that really Amanda Gordon that really fired up a lot of people to to recognize poetry, you know, whereas they didn't think about it before. Or when we are in crisis, you know, a, a poem really helps with, with the, you know, mourning, with, um, with the, any, any situation, poetry is, is there, it's free, it's something that requires, um, 
little effort to find. And so I really enjoy bringing that to people and, 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 and reminding people that you, you could turn to a poem if you, you know, if you're, if you're sad or depressed or you need, you need some, 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 a companion, yeah. a, a poem can be that. And you could have a, a poem in your pocket or a poem to just comfort you. Um, and I've been, uh, I, I, I've, I've been surprised myself by where poetry has taken me. Um, now, you know, the, this, uh, the poem, How Fire is a Story Waiting was one of the first poems that I wrote and then it became the, a book and now it's a song <laughs> you, you, you notice the guitars in my in my trunk the car my car so now it's it's a song and um uh so it's exciting to see you know where those words are are going mm -hmm. yeah it's great, and what is it, the excerpt or the poem you just read, talking about a companion in your pocket, it, although the story and the events were different from mine, I still got to meet it halfway, and it took me back to a place where I felt safe, and, you know, like, there's like an aroma from my childhood, and it's just wafting around, and when you say, com like, a companion in your pocket, I, I do agree, it's really nice, just to have, like, a captured memory, or a moment that you can always recollect. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for that. And and that's something that um, I I want to encourage um, your listeners to you know try at home to you know have um, tap out words on your phone or but better mm -hmm. <laughs> at least I'm old school so I like I like pen and paper pencil and paper. And I like to just jot down things, things that I see, and you know, to, that will eventually become a, a poem. And well, and sometimes you never know when those words will will um, find their purpose. And for those looking to write and nurture poetry, Melinda leaves a few words of encouragement. Read, read, read everything you can get your hands on, and read not just poetry but um, science fiction or you know, a memoir just a, a variety of, of things and reading is going to be your teacher um, reading you know should be your first teacher and then writing is your next teacher <laughs> yeah but uh, the important thing is to to do it. I always want to encourage people to if they if they have an an inkling to write to write because um, <laughs> it's just funny when they when they say oh I have this story and you should write it. <laughs> But they're obviously excited about it, mm -hmm. so it's like if it's exciting to you um, and it's going to keep you interested, you should you should write it write it 